Welcome back, everyone. With us today on Loft Thoughts, as always, is Trace Gillis, and now Mr. Drew Minnick. Drew uh, got married over break, so congrats, Drew. Thank you. Thank Guys, you. how's it going? Good. Swell. Good. Drew's how good. is the uh, the newly married life going? So far, so good. Just nothing but bliss. Yeah. Sunshine and roses. <laughs> Love that. We also have a special guest. This is his uh, second time on the show now. Recurring it, guest. Recurring guest. Two-time now guest. Uh, Coach Marcus Neff. Coach Neff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you. We... Uh, we don't we we don't really forget things on this show, so we might bring up a few things later on that uh, we have pretty good memory on this show. So uh, you know we're gonna maybe ask you about some takes that you had. Yeah. You know nothing nothing personal, just please do. But we we do not forget. Um, so yeah, Drew, you're smiling. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, holding just, it. Just gonna hold your tongue. Yeah, I'm 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 good. You're good. Okay. Um, but we do not forget how things go. We know what you guys are really excited for, and that's the word of the day. Best part of the show, am I right? So, yeah, Trace, do you, do you have a word of the day? I do. Today's word of the day is pedantic. I'm not going to lie, I've never heard this word in my life. No. But I will say that it means of, relating to, or being a pedant. What, what's a pedant? Did exactly. you like Pedant, pedantic. Pedant is the root word, which means one who is unimaginative or who unduly emphasizes minute in the presentation or use of knowledge. That so now that requires another word, minute, yeah. minutia, that's I guess the word, a minute or minor detail, usually used in plural. So basically, somebody who's really boring and who, it says... One who makes a show of knowledge, one who is oh, Dunbar, unimaginative no. or dull. I have oh. I have a better explanation oh, for those God. of you who watched the Nickelodeon game on or yeah the, the the game that was on Nickelodeon, the Bears and the Saints this past weekend. It'd be like Young Sheldon. It's a good example, right? I didn't watch. The I didn't game. watch the game either. Come on, guys, gotta be hip, man. That's the only game I watched. Watch. Nickelodeon. Mitch so, did yeah. get the MVP, though. The MVP. Yeah, the MVP. The Nickelodeon valuable, valuable player. player. Yes. Yes. While losing the game. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you gonna do? But. Interesting word. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. Why they would use such a complex word for the word of the day? But more power to him, Merriam-Webster. Um. Yeah. We're him. <laughs> What's that? Coach Marcus Neff. yawned and said, I said we're boring, Marcus. Oh, so. yeah, of course. He's not interested in growing his... Uh, knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. So, I, know, I mean, I know it's been a while, guys, but uh, is there anything you want to get off your chest? What's the tea you've been drinking? I mean, I don't know. The world's in shambles right now. A lot, <laughs> a lot of different... We're not a political podcast, so... Uh, but the world's in shambles, so I guess I got tea with that. But it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's just a fact. We don't have yeah. to give opinion. It's just a fact. Yeah, the world is in shambles. I don't think anybody in the world really knows what is the truth and what is not the truth right now. Um, I will say this: this might be political. I don't care. I'm sorry if you guys think it's political. I have to say it. I think whether or not you hate 
you love, you dislike, you voted, didn't vote for Donald Trump. I think them canceling his Twitter is a step in the very dangerous direction of where people could go in this country with freedom of speech. Now, I'm only saying that. I don't not to get too political. I think that is kind of scary because if they can take his Twitter account away, they can definitely do a whole lot of crazy things to anybody who speaks out. But I guess I have tea with that. That's not against the left or against the right. That's just, that's kind of scary. That's a little sketchy. Yeah. So that's my tea. I'd say. This podcast might get shut down. <laughs> if, the wrong, if the wrong people hear They're it. They're on to us. We might get censored. So. They hate our takes. They're shutting us down. Yes. Um, there are some takes worth shutting down. <laughs> and let's just hop right into that uh, with guest Coach Neff. Oh, okay. You had the Jets as your sleeper pick. And if we remember... The New York right, football Jets. Yes, oh, the New guys, York football Jets. Script. Guys, I've got the timestamp. Oh, he's oh. got the timestamp. Let's replay he's it, actually. Tapes. What? Jets were, Jets were above 500 when Sam Darnold was half. the quarterback okay. last season. That is true. Jets are uh, one of my sleeper teams. Mm. <laughs> it's like the, the Sully... <laughs> 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 But uh, I he, Trace did. I'm surprised he didn't let the clip go a little bit longer. Uh, no, I don't know. No. Oh, okay. Well, right after he said, "Yeah, the Jets, they're asleep." That's what they, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was. No, I mean not to. This is not the sole purpose we had Marcus on the show. We had Marcus on the show just because he was the first person to talk about the beginning of the NFL season with us. We felt now's a fitting time bringing back the NFL is coming to a close, and we enjoy having his takes. Hand up. Uh, I also had a very subpar take. Um, I said, and Trace kind of gave me, he kind of pushed back on me, and I think he was the correct one in this. He said it was we. I think we had only seen the first game. It was only one only game. Only one the game of, that we've seen: the Texans Chiefs game. Texans lost to the Chiefs, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, you lost first game. It's the Chiefs. We know they're good." Let's give him a little bit of break. I said, I think they're a playoff team. That did not happen at all. No, it did not. I will also so. hand up my worst take was that I said that Cam Newton would be comeback player of the year. And wow. He was yeah, absolutely bad. He, he, he was just not really good. I was close with the Browns. I said the Browns would win the division. They did not win the division. Made but they playoff. beat the division winner in the playoffs. So, transitive property, I was... Closer to being right than I was wrong. Yeah, but you also said the Bengals are going ten and six, and that was just yes. I did fresh. say that when I made that comment. I did not realize <laughs> that they had maybe a full offensive line that was blind. I didn't know that their whole offensive <laughs> line was football. blind. Blind. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. And Joe Burrow's knee just decided to. Well, I mean, I don't know if that would help them. <laughs> I will say this. I was all the money in the Steelers. I was I picked them twelve and four. I was exact. I said on the I show think, you were on record of saying twelve and four. Yes, it's a good call. I think they they were still a fraud team going to the playoffs. But I don't think I predicted the Bills' record. No, you said playoffs though. Oh, for sure. I mean, but I said win the division. I think probably. But probably. Riley, would you like to apologize for? It seemed now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Enjoy listening back, huh? I apologize for nothing. <laughs> it seemed as if you were a little. Bittersweet, maybe a little slightly bitter towards Baker Mayfield on this 
first podcast, you were saying, yeah, you know, Browns might be good. I hope Baker throws a couple picks in this first game. I'm not, I don't really know how I feel about him. I actually Sit. don't remember saying that at all. So, I might have. I don't like doubt no, that. Yeah. I don't remember saying that at all. You did, but the, there was a couple things in that. It was one Weren't they playing Cincinnati? No, they were playing the Ravens. Who it was some fantasy thing because you had like the Ravens. Defense oh yeah, uh, did you? Yeah, yeah that was that. a fan. It was fantasy, not because but I hate Baker. He was also, I think, in Marcus. I think is a the Baker or more Browns encapsulating hater. And I think you're maybe. I was trying to riffing off of that. Yeah, well, I was trying so. to go off that. I I would okay. So I was so. at as a high state fan, coach Coach Marcus and Drew. They both may, might hate this take from me. I went to the high state Oklahoma game when Baker. Won the Heisman that year, I think. And when he planted the shoot, the, the thing in the shoot. Going into that game, I said, if Baker Mayfield can come into Columbus, a sellout crowd, and dominate Ohio State, I will respect him and I will be a fan of him. And he did that. And when he planted the flag, I was like, you know what? If I was Baker Mayfield, because I think I kind of like Baker because I think we have some of the same personality. It's just he's a professional athlete and I'm not. I might have done the flag thing too. So I was like, dude, that's sick. I've been a Baker fan, not like a diehard fan, but since that moment I've been like, I'll cheer for Baker Mayfield. Would you like to hop on the Browns bandwagon in the playoffs? Oh, I'm a Browns fan now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% a Browns fan. Uh, shout out That'll Kevin Zhang. <laughs> um, it will be, but don't sleep on our team. Don't sleep <laughs> on my team. That's all I have to say. It was a bad loss, but the Browns are going to get clapped next week, so it's all good. Yeah. That might be Chase the Claypool. Chase Claypool. Michael Scott. <laughs> the Steelers in general might be the most hated team in all of sports right now. Just their receiving room. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's the whole team. I hate the whole the... team. But I love Mike Tomlin. I don't know why yeah. I hate the team, but I love Mike Tomlin. Oh, no, you know why you hate the team. <laughs> because they've said so much stupid stuff yeah. the last few That's weeks. That's true. So, Coach Neff, would you like to... I would like to revisit my Let's. Jets thing. <laughs> I would like to apologize... However, I would also like for it to be known that it took me until week three to learn that Jamal Adams played for the Seahawks. <laughs> I I was going to mention that shortly because I remembered that you did not know he was not on the team. However, <laughs> they still would have been an absolutely horrible football team. Would Jamal Adams have led them to the playoffs? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> However, I did not realize that they had given up that much. Yes, they messed They up. were all out. I will say, I would like to say two things. This Also kind of going back to Baker. I think, Drew, we had this conversation. Or maybe it's Brendan and I. The Baker Mayfield slander, I think, is unwarranted. I don't think he deserves the slander he gets. His second year in the NFL was bad. He threw 21 interceptions. That's not good. Other than that, I don't think the slander is... I mean, I think he's not going to ever be a Patrick Mahomes where he can take over a game. But I think in the right scheme, which I think they're starting to figure out, he can be a very manageable quarterback and guys like to play for him that's one two the sam darnold slander i think slam darnold is better than the slam Slam darnold Darnold. slander (laughs) i think is unwarranted as well i think sam darnold could be good in the right offense if he actually had weapons and wasn't throwing to a bunch of garbage cans with wheels getting thrown out into the secondary with no one around him for Adam Gase or what Case, whatever his stupid Gase. name is, Gase, who yes. unbelievably might get a job, is being considered for a head coaching job again. I well, unbelievable. Tom Fuller. I a head. Co- I thought it was offensive coordinator. No, the no. Eagles are interested You're in bringing him in to fix Carson and Wentz. Let's stop. Let it. me give you guys the reason that Howie Roseman, awful GM for the Eagles, said he was interested in hiring Adam Gase. I like what he did with developing Peyton Manning. <laughs> Do you know when Adam Gase coached Peyton Manning when he was on the Broncos? Broncos, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's just mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> he developed him in the last two years of his career? You also know, do you, do you know uh, Peyton Manning, the year they won the Super Bowl, his touchdown uh, interception, well, how many he had? He had nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions in the year he won the Super Bowl. Let's not slander. <laughs> the last year? He got benched. Yeah. In like week fourteen, yeah. he got benched yeah, yeah, yeah. for the tall uh, guy. Uh, was it Osweiler? Osweiler? Brock yeah. Osweiler? He got benched for Brock Osweiler, the Brock who ship. was even more terrible, to the point where he got benched to bring back a crippled Peyton Manning. <laughs> and the Texans neck. still paid Brock Osweiler <laughs> seventy-two million dollars following that season. They did. Hey, he's tall, man. And that backfired. He's tall and he has a cannon. <laughs> he is tall. Let's not slander the Broncos' offense that you're too much because our friend of the show. Coach Steve Dennison, his father was their offensive coordinator. They did. Hey, they won the Super Bowl. No, they won, and the, they won Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't because their offense. I'll assure you that. Well, no slander. Game. I think they had a they, they ran game. the ball. Dude, really the well. final score was like twenty-two to fifteen or something. Yeah, but I think they had a decent running game though. Yeah, they did. their defense carried them. Well, yes, but they couldn't have had an inept uh, they offense scored and some. Running, To be fair, the season before when Peyton could throw the ball further than five yards. He did throw for like 55 touchdowns. Yes, but we would yeah. like to show some love to Rick Dennison, friend of the yes. program, via Coach Steve Dennison. In Peyton Manning's defense, I think he did have a broken neck at the time he was playing. Oh, he so had. He, he could had not throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he, he could move surgery. his neck. I think he had to literally move like his whole body to look to the left. Yes. And right. Not that he was ever mobile to begin with. Which no. leads me into one of the games for this weekend. That's what Drew Brees looks like now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can throw the ball further with my left hand I than Drew Brees could. can throw a football now. I really, think I really could. think I could. And the astounding thing is that Tom Brady does not look like that at all. No, TB twelve. He, I as I am a hater of Tom Brady as a opposing fan. A lot of respect for the guy though. He's unreal. Incredible. He's, he's the goat. It's kind of weird with his kids, but yeah, that, he's a great football you know, player. We can push that something. aside. But at, a point, at a certain point. You gotta be a little psycho. You do. You and gotta kiss your kids all, on the mouth. He's all the way psycho. So what you're telling me is kissing kids on the mouth makes you a better football player. Can't but better athlete. Cannot Can confirm we, nor, nor deny. Drew seems to think that the Saints just match up a lot better with the Bucks, which this season they did two times. I personally am of the belief that I do not believe in Saints offense one bit, and I believe that the Bucks are just getting hot at the right time. So I've got the Bucks in that game. Hmm. I, I, I st- I'm gone. I, w- I would go with the Saints um, just because, yes, you are correct. Drew Brees cannot throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield. However, he doesn't need to. He's got like, slant, He doesn't man. need to. Like, that, that's the thing. Like, to win, to win, that was weird. To win the Super Bowl. You're a tainer in? Yes. It's flat yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, to win the Super Bowl or even to get to the Super Bowl, yes. I don't think they're going to because of, that's a big reason. But to beat the Bucks, they as they've already shown, no, I don't. I don't think they. How much better do you think the Saints' defense is than the Washington Football Team's defense? Um, I'd say their uh, pat their secondary is significantly better. Okay. Their rush, their uh, I think. Um, it what was much- impressive about the Bucks beating how they beat the football team was how they controlled uh, the line of scrimmage specifically with. Uh, Washington's uh, defensive pass front. protection. Yes, their pass protection. Like they, no one know, touched. Everyone Tom knows Brady. the Bucks can't run the ball. Yeah, and they did. They actually did. Maybe a all, little. All right, that game. No, like they, they actually did all right that game. That, that's what I mean. Yeah. And yeah, Ronald Jones is actually injured. I don't think he's gonna play this game. I saw that. Um, so, 
I just think that they because the their secondary is significantly better and because their offense is now Taylor Heineke did have a decent game, I will say. He did. Um, but I just think computers have too many weapons, Kamara, Michael Thomas, guys like that. On the who Saints. else? Yeah, I mean that number that that <laughs> this, his name is Harris. I don't know who he is. He's small on the Saints. He had a. Did you see? Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Did you, I don't know his first name, but he was actually he had a lot of catches. He actually did well. I don't know who he is, but the Bucks have weapons. They do. And let me tell you, you know who looks like one of the best receivers in football again? Antonio, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Business is booming. booming. <laughs> he has CTE, so. And he's yet, he's still balling, yeah, just, so, which makes it more impressive. He has no idea what's going on. And he's, he's well, he did, yeah, he literally took a touchdown because he just, he just ran off his route and just grabbed the ball <laughs> from someone. <laughs> and he just got a touchdown. Yeah. I guess we're previewing playoff games now because we just did. We, we are. We just yeah. kind of jumped into it. Uh, what's the other NFC game? We're going to talk about the Packers Rams. Uh, me and Drew, neither of us are believers in the Rams. Um, Good defense. Really uh, good defense. Uh, uh, Subpar offense. Aaron Donald, questionable. I was say, is there an update on Aaron Donald? As of now, it's still, I think, questionable. That would um, be uh, yeah. a dagger. For yeah. them. If he doesn't play, there's, I'm sorry, there's no shot. If he plays, they got a shot because they can. I will say Jalen Ramsey is best unbelievable. Yeah. Can, I, can I make my case for the Rams? Sure, Marcus. Sure. So, Aaron Rodgers, over his career. Mm-hmm. One of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Yes. However, his passer rating dips around forty points when fate when qualified under pressure or pressures get to him. Yes. Okay. The Packers left tackle, David Bakhtiari, the best tackle Injury. in all football. Yes. Is out for the season with yep. an ACL. Yes. That Rams D line with just the four of them got home against Russell Wilson at will. If the Rams can get to Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a very, very competitive game. Okay, I, I, I think you're probably. I right. think you're right. It but I think it's it a might, big qualifier. I it, think that you know. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. It might take a defensive touchdown to win, which it kind of did in Seattle. Also, the Packers cannot stop the run. Which Minnesota Vikings fan, Dalvin Cook did whatever he wanted with them in like week eight or nine. Vikings went into Lambeau and beat them. With one of the worst defenses in the league, and Rams' uh, running game is very good. Cam Rams running, Cam yes. is very good. Uh, their passing game is nothing now because Jared Goff just had surgery, and who knows if uh, I forget his name, the guy who's John started. Wolford. Wolford. Wolford's. I mean, R. he R. went to the hospital, yeah. so yeah, I don't know no if he's going to be able to play. So. Their third string, Blake Bortles, is Blake Bortles. The bow. He is going to be moved up to second string. I think Drew kind of looks like Aaron Donald. A little bit. A little, a little <laughs> That's bit. That's what I was trying to show you. He kind of looks like Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has similar beard, similar hair. I mean, similar if face. If you're comparing yeah. me in any way to Aaron Donald, I'll No, the that hair is like your foreheads are like the same size. Your <laughs> nose comes down the way your beard is. Right. I'm just saying. That's it's what I was trying to of, show you. A little bit of melanin difference there. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. I'm a little tan from Mexico, too, though. Oh, that's true. Pick behind the curtain. Pick behind the curtain. Drew's married. Drew is married and was in Mexico for his honeymoon. Not to brag about it. We get it. You're right. I like the I like the Packers to win, but I think yes. the Rams cover. I think I think your take is fair about the defensive line. We'll see if it happens. If Jalen Ramsey X's out Devontae Adams. Ooh. With big X as well, Devontae is yeah. unreal. Yeah. 
But Jalen Ramsey is phenomenal. I, I, I don't like him, but he's well, good. I don't think, and I don't think he's he might not get a long ball, a deep ball get thrown on him. But Demonte Adams can also. He he's, also oh, he's a, a slant of, king. Yeah, he also has a lot of shorter routes, and like you, a reason why I think. Jalen Ramsey can absolutely shut down DK Metcalf because DK Metcalf is primarily a deep ball threat and yeah. longer longer route threat, and he just shuts that down. Yeah. So he shut down D Hop this year too, though. He did. He did. D Hop like four catches for like thirty yards against him the last time. He did, and that game was tough to watch. He did. D Hop did not have Kyler Murray for most of the game throwing to him. That is that, that is fair. I will uh, say well, that. How did that go the first time around though? That's a good question. Anyways, we're gonna. Kyler Murray was also like I think he was playing hurt like half. The no, season. he was. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway. is, is we're gonna he- is Heineke. Sorry, Trace. Is Heineke the future of Washington? Washington for Washington. Uh, future of backing up. No, uh, he he's a good uh, throw in a game if you need a backup, but no, he's not a. He's Case I, Keenum two point He does appear yeah. to be a Case Keenum type, although Case Keenum did lead the Vikings to a. Minnesota Miracle. Minnesota Miracle. To a year now, guys, Stephon Diggs. The boy himself. Which I don't think that there... We talked about this around the midseason. I don't think there's ever been a trade where both teams benefited so much. Such a good trade for both teams. I mean, you had Diggs lead the league in yards, and you had Justin Jefferson set the all-time rookie record for yards, which is who they spent the pick on. I mean, how could you ask for anything else if you're either team? Yeah, both are perfect fits. Amazing. And Diggs, obviously, like, he was having issues in Minnesota, like, with his personal issues, attitude, all that stuff, and he seemed to cross a cross a new bridge in Buffalo, which, again, it's just worked out in all facets. Some of the Minnesota insiders have come out as to what a lot of those issues were. Have they? And uh, a big part of it is that the offense in Minnesota, which is run by Gary Kubiak, and shout-out again to Rick Dennison, Steve's dad. Offensive line coach. Um, Kubiak and Dennison have a strong history of being a run-first offense. Yes. And supposedly Mr. Diggs was not a fan of being a part of a run-first offense. Makes sense. He is a wide receiver for those of you listening who may not know who Stephon Diggs is. He's not the biggest fan of blocking. For a a career move, it was the right move. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're going to have to go to a guy who's a... Gunslinger and he's gonna throw the ball up to you. Yeah, you. And I also think the Vikings are gonna find out for a, a franchise move. It's gonna be better to move on from that philosophy. We'll see. They also have Dalvin <laughs> Cook. I mean, but it's when you have Dalvin Cook, that, that it gives you. You know what I mean? Like, how long do running back primes last? No, you're right. Here's the thing. Love Dalvin Cook, but should a running back really ever get paid more than a rookie salary? No. When's the last time that a team? With a running back paid more than on a rookie contract, was like, like let me ask you this: How many undrafted free agents were starters in the NFL this year? I can think of four, maybe five, and they some of them were a thousand yard rushers this year. It just running back has become the most expendable position in football, and it it's if, just a fact. Yeah, if you have an offensive line that can block and create holes, anybody can go through. And some teams don't even need a good running back just because they just pass. The Chiefs, the Bills. I will say pass. there is there is some, maybe not precedent, but um, a way for if the running back has some pass-catching skills 
and and receiver type skills, I think there's a way that you pay them more that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and so I think that's also a, just the volume of guys that can do that now is just so high. Mm-hmm. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyways, move on to the AFC. Like a Christian McCaffrey is, is what I. Like yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, when was the last time the Panthers were anything more than terrible? Like three years ago, two years ago, three. With Cam, that was 2016. It was like 15 or yeah. 16. Like four years, years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey has dealt with some stuff. He's young, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, I think he's really good. It's just the we'll Zeke see. Elliott contract has been a disaster yep. for yeah, Dallas. Zeke sucks. Zeke's fat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he got he got he his got contract and, and he, he can't hold on to football. Super mm-hmm. fat. You know, he's got grease all over his hands. Yeah. Meeting all the time. Like fat large. <laughs> <laughs> so big. Well, I mean, just are you? Zeke's Are you gonna stand up for Zeke? Don't, I, no, I just I, I maybe would take the calling a professional running back a fat lard. Have you seen him, bit. bro? I'm I, telling I you, like I don't. Okay, let me put it this way. Lard. Let me let me put it this way. For your average, like let's say I line up like 32 running backs in the NFL, right? Like starters, I guarantee you Zeke looks one of the most out of shape out of all of them. You could say that. So in comparison, but that doesn't call him a fat lard. <laughs> no, he's a fat lard in comparison, in comparison to the other people. Okay, I bet you he doesn't okay. look like he's in much better shape with his shirt off than us right now. He's probably got massive arms, but bro, I'm telling you, his stomach—it's like his metabolism died. I don't know what it is. In college, he literally wore the uniform up to his six pack. Yeah, yeah. and now he's—he tries to bring that back. But I think he has to like tuck it under his rolls. He can't get it all the way up to his pads, so he's like tucking it under his rolls. So it's like right by his belly button. Because he's fat. Agree to disagree, Drew. Yeah. He'd still run me over. Like, I'm not taking anything away. <laughs> I mean, that's a given but, for yeah. any of us. But still fat. AFC, yeah. Who oh. wants to go for it? Talk about it. I don't know enough about the NFL, to be honest. So, Well, uh, we've got the Chiefs and the Browns. You could talk about the Browns. Dude, I'll man. tell you what, the Browns are hot right now, baby. <laughs> um, I'm a little concerned about their defense. Um, you know, they gave up, but they forced a lot of turnovers. You know, they got to Big Ben. Um, Big Ben, you know, he just wasn't ready for that Cleveland defensive line. We got, he wasn't ready for that practice squad. Cleveland he wasn't ready for that. He wasn't um, ready for that snap 10 yards above his head. Yep. You know, he's just he was seeing ghosts out there. Oh, hey, Ben, um, it's me, you Ben. Coming to wish you another good game. I'm here if you need me. Keep throwing the interception. Come on, Ben. No, but honestly, I think that... I mean, the Chiefs have been in some games this year where it's like, what are we doing? Like the last four weeks. The last, <laughs> yeah. The last so, month plus of the season. So it's kind of like... I think, yeah, but I think some of that is just like, we're going to win. Let's just... <laughs> what are we doing but, here? But also, it only takes like... I mean, we've all played sports and momentum and stuff. Cleveland's a bunch of psychos right now. They mess around and like get up like fourteen nothing, fourteen seven. You never know. I they absolutely might do that, but the Chiefs can, are, can still easily come back. What, the Chiefs can many, put up as many like, points as they want. Yeah, absolutely. how big yeah, of a lead did twenty four put up on them? Twenty four to nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's and about twenty minutes of game time later, the Chiefs were ahead. The Chiefs yeah. are capable of yes. a lot. So yes. The Chiefs are you know it's the team in open gym where they could easily because they're just so good. Like three on three, they could beat you fifteen nothing, or they could just screw around, and you're like, "Oh shoot, it's twelve to twelve. What's going on?" And they barely lose. I think the Chiefs will win by like, they'll cover whatever it is, easily. I'm not concerned. The Brown season's probably over. 
the Browns beating the Steelers in the playoffs. That was, that was their Super Bowl. Yeah. That was their, yeah. Cleveland is probably happy. It's like Ohio State fans. We'll talk about this later. Would we have loved to not get 30-piece last night? Absolutely. We beat Clemson. We got them off our back. So we'll move on to next year. Slight slight difference. I, w- I was going to say this, though. I am I am happy for Cleveland fans. I know what they've been through. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna cut that out. We're gonna cut that out. Uh, no, man. Seriously, Buffalo fans know exactly what this is like. Seventeen years, no playoffs for the Bills until 2017. That was my entire life. They hadn't won a playoff game since before I was born. Browns hadn't been in the playoffs in 18 years and hadn't won one in 20 or 20, 1995 or six. I think. 1996. Uh, like, yeah, it was the last time. So they like won. 24 years. So for those fans, I definitely am happy. I'm happy it wasn't against the Bills. Either way, happy for any Cleveland fans out there because it, it's just it's it's painful. It really is. By the way, I'm gonna throw this in as a Cincinnati sports fan. The Browns' previous playoff win. Before Sunday, ninety six, is still more recent than the Bengals' last playoff one. Wow! <laughs> and the Bengals won the division three or four times with Andy Dalton. Yeah, and how many were in another four or five? Right, games. I was going to say how many times <laughs> have they played in the playoffs during that time? Probably seven, seven or eight. Yeah, because <laughs> Marvin Lewis had played what seven or eight games mm-hmm. in yeah. the playoffs and didn't win one. Yeah. Which speaking of which, he's the front runner for the Detroit Lions oh. head Dude. coaching job right now. That would be Dumpster a fatal fire. mistake. Just Detroit is it's the most Detroit thing I've ever. Heard. They are the new Browns. Yeah. Yeah. They're obviously See, not. Here's the thing. People scale. are saying that. They were before the. They were the team before the Browns. They had the first 0 16 season. They were kind of leading the charge. You're right. And they're just still there. Yeah. I feel so <laughs> bad. Tom Brady had the worst still here chance with the Patriots. It's the Lions every We're cycle. still here at the bottom. We're still here as the worst team in the league. I, I feel so bad for my guy, Matt Stafford, man. Georgia Bulldog, love that dude. Great guy, gritty guy. He Plays deserves through better. so many injuries. Deserves Colts. so much better. Should go to the Colts. I think he should go to the Colts as well. Frank Reich is a quarterback whisperer. That Colts would be awesome. should just pick a like quarterback who are like going into their twilight years. And just like keep the next signing them yeah. and just years. keep signing for like two year deal, save money and just see how close they can get. Phil needs to retire I after think he, that. I think I'm is. sorry, he's yeah. got to retire. The last throw of the game, he couldn't throw it oh, 40 dude, yards dude. or 45 <laughs> yards <laughs> on the Hail Mary. I'm like, Phil, you got to hang him up, brother. He's got like 20 kids. He's probably just tired, just <laughs> mentally worn His out. His testosterone's a little bit low now. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, something's not low because he keeps having kids. So, I mean, he's doing something right, but yeah. Him and Drew Brees. Probably need to retire this year, which is sad because they're they're legends. But is ben, Ben's done too. I think he Ben should. definitely needs to hang him up. Ben as well. looked bad on Sunday night. He did. He's playing my Browns. They're still. A, <laughs> they're they're still. A, what's it? He's still. Isn't he still on contract or is he? Is he not? Yeah, Ben's still under contract, and if he retires, the Steelers still absorb a twenty-two million dollar cap hit. I think I was talking to. That's what goes against the salary cap. Yeah, they don't clear cap. Their their cap right now, or their cap situation is bad. So the Steelers are in some trouble. So could is it possible that the my Browns are going on the ups while the Steelers are going down? Could it be the Browns division? I mean, the Ravens are still in there. Yeah. I, I got to be honest, and I was totally opposite of this last year. Last year I was drinking the Lamar Kool-Aid hard, like, dude, Lamar's, he's ice cold, he's blah, blah, blah. Eh. 
I still think he's an amazing athlete. Let's talk so about it. Ravens Bills. Like, let's get into I've it. I've been on the opposite trend. Last year, I was all in on the frauds. Ravens <laughs> were not there. They were not real. I was all in on the Titans to beat them in the playoffs. Fraud Bowl. This year, after one of the Ravens' losses, like after their whole uh, virus debacles, they got hot. Yeah. They're very and no hot. one wanted to talk about it. No one looked at it. And then the first quarter on Sunday, it looked like, oh boy, Lamar still can't do it in the playoffs. But after the first quarter, they won that game 20-3. to yeah, Lamar actually has very similar stats to my quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Michael. He's only thrown one more interception. He's 26-9. and nine. That's a different stat than so, Baker's got. But. Yeah. I, what I would say is that the Ravens have either figured out or decided we're just going to we're going to run the ball because that's what we're good at. Like, they don't need – Lamar doesn't need to pass even 20 times in the game. He can throw 17 passes in the game, and they can still win because that's what they're good at and he's good at. That's true. That's true. Why would you – so, if he's that good of a, an athlete and a runner, you're almost using it the opposite way. You're using, you know, like – or what, what everyone else in the league is doing, I should say, the opposite way, you know, so – Here's what I'll say. I was rooting for the Steelers so that yeah. the Bills would play the Steelers. Right. Because I did not oh, want to sure. play the yeah. Ravens. They're hot. They're hot. And even if the Bills, like, even if they come out of that game, no matter how much they win by, the Ravens play such a physical style that they're just, it's going to take a week or two before you can heal up after that. Like, they're just going to come pop you in the mouth. And it's not a fun team to play in the second round. No. And I think the last year the Ravens defense was like very it wasn't as good as it is this year. Uh, it was good last year. Towards the end of the year they started giving up a lot of points mm. from what I remember. I was really <laughs> impressed with what they did against Derrick Henry on Sunday. No, that's yeah, I'm saying this year I thought their defense has been, it has been after good. after that COVID situation, that's mm-hmm. really what's When was their COVID them. situation? Was that like first, it was like the week eleven or twelve. The week yeah. that RG three was starting. Yeah, it was like well, right, did you like hear about how that whole outbreak happened? No. So the center, the starting center of the Ravens, played a game, and he had gotten tested that morning, and the results hadn't come back. But those results, he played a game positive. Yeah. Uh, and so through the interaction, he gave it to Lamar, and it spread throughout the whole team because uh, he played uh, with direct contact. With a bunch of the other guys, yeah, um, and like the running backs got it, and yeah, it, that's they played a game against the Steelers on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I was watching it in Spanish. I remember because yeah, Directv blacked out NBC. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um, well, because didn't they have the the tree lighting? Oh, that's <laughs> that right. They something. played in the they played at three o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon because they yeah. wanted to show the tree lighting <laughs> that night. Ridiculous. It was a Wednesday though, which was yeah. just weird. Three wasn't, o'clock on a Wednesday wasn't expected. Wasn't that week that there was football every single day besides there, Tuesday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday through Sunday again. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say about the Bills Ravens game is I didn't want them to be playing the Ravens. I'm expecting a good one. I think if the Bills can get to 27 points like they did against the Colts, I think that's their number to get to. You think 27 points wins that football game? I think 27 points wins that football game. Um, the Colts had the best possible game plan you could have against the Bills. Absolutely. And still did not win. I think and that the Ravens, gives me hope. Y- uh, it should, should, but I also I think the Ravens 
that game plan is their offense. Do, do you know what I mean? In a different way, yes. Because like, the Colts didn't run the ball all that well. It appeared they would at the start of the game, but they didn't. It was more just pass, pass, hold the ball. Their their passes were all five, six yards. They held the ball. It's time of possession is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I understand. And the and Bills were and using the clock. And the Bills were extremely watching. efficient when they had the ball. It's just yeah. they didn't have the ball very much. Right. So I think you're probably right. The Ravens will try and do something similar because the Bills' offense is just a wagon. I also want to give a shout-out to one of the most entertaining players in football that plays for the Ravens, my guy Patty Ricard. Oh, the 310-pound, uh, listed as a defensive uh, tackle, yet plays fullback for the Ravens on offense. Had multiple boy. catches for 8-9 yards on something against the I Titans. think he is fun to watch rumble when he catches the oh, ball. Yeah. No, who's not fun to watch rumble down the field, and this is a segue, that's tough Borland. Maybe the Yikes. slowest... <laughs> Person yes. on the field, besides linemen last night, trying to run with Devontae Smith. Heisman if, Trophy winner. If it, I mean, it was comic. It was sad to see, but comical to watch. Before we get into that, of course, it's your show. Or after, <laughs> <laughs> or before we get that, we could go into after we talk about the national championship game. We could go and do a little um, pre-draft. NFL draft, just like maybe a top five, yeah. like what, what, who we think. I feel like this conversation should happen off air, but yeah, I like, uh, I like. I mean, no, we're just gonna send it. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we just talk on air. I thought that's just what we do. All right, here. so guys, that's what's going on. So yeah. yeah, go ahead, pre-draft. Brace yourself. No, I thought we were doing the. So we're doing the national championship. Yeah. It just seems forced now. The segues. Okay, yeah. So national championship game happened <laughs> last night. High State got clapped by thirty. I mean, as an high State fan, I'm gonna make no excuses. Bama was a better football team. They were just better. You're not going to convince me otherwise. I think that's – Drew and I were talking earlier. It's crazy and scary to say, like, every single time you see a Bama getting, like, a national championship game, it's like, that's the best Bama team I've seen. It feels like. And then you get to the next year and you're like, wow, they got better. It's like they just – I know they reload, but it's like they never are bad. They have – they're just so good. And Najee Harris has been there four here's, years. Yeah, here's here's where we're at. It's scary. College football is in kind of a scary place where you've got Alabama, you've got Clemson, and you've got Ohio State. <coughs> Every single year, those three and are going to be. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. We're not going to get on that. <laughs> you've got those three every Georgia's year. One more playoff game and you've got, <laughs> you've got teams like Notre Dame, Georgia, and then you have your occasional LSUs, Oklahoma. Oklahomas, that kind of just pop in. But you've really got three teams. And that's pretty much all. That's pretty much all you got right now. Correct. Ohio State was clearly superior to Clemson this year. Yeah, which shocked. Which me. put them as clearly being the second best team in the country, and they still got beat by four touchdowns. Like the disparity just was not even close. I mean, I think this Alabama team was better than last year's LSU team. That was the question people were asking. Mm-hmm. Because this year's Alabama team could run the football. A lot more efficiently. The line was very, very. It was good. very good, and Najee Harris is the best player on that team, not Devonte Smith. Najee Harris was unbelievable. It took seven Buckeyes to bring him down almost every time he touched the ball. Yeah. Hot take. This isn't even hot. T- oh, go ahead, Drew. Oh, well, I was just gonna say yeah. that all. I agree 100 percent with all that. Um, however, I think you still have to put some, some not excuses, but I mean the COVID thing. Yeah. What? But how many starter? Now here is the thing. If you didn't watch the game, I don't know what you're doing last night. First play of the game, Trey Sermon literally 
breaks his collarbone. collarbone. Pro- pro- it's what Probably. He so couldn't lift his arm. Yeah, can't tough. lift your arm. Hard to run the football when you can't lift your arm. So he, he didn't play the rest of the game. He played the first snap and then didn't play. Best offensive lineman, like second court, late second or early third quarter. Late second quarter, yeah. I'm assuming tore his ACL. Because he couldn't put any weight on his knee. No, there was two little trainers trying to help this like 330-pound man off the field. Sucks yeah. to be them. So he's he was out. Two defensive linemen. Two defensive starting linemen out because of COVID. Out because of COVID. With and then um, also, I mean, their starting kicker and backup kicker were out because of COVID. But, we're down to our third string kicker, which um, thankfully it didn't really matter. But and um, and then also a another guy was a um, I think he would have been he would have been their backup guard, so he would have been the guy I believe who would have came in, like one of yeah. the guys who would have came in. Um, so 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 really, did that game even count? Really? (laughs) One, they couldn't guard him. And two, Justin Fields didn't play that well. Didn't play great. I no. he missed had some, some throws. Good, I, I'm not sold that he's. Throws. I'm not sold he was completely healthy. No, he wasn't. He, oh, 100%. He was no, not. he was not. But he missed some throws. Marcus, you like the stat? I shared it with Drew and Riley last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stetson Bennett had a better first half against Alabama than Justin Fields. How sad is that? Stats are stats. They don't. It lie. It was a stat that did not lie. <laughs> it was. It's sad though. And you know, I'm a big Ryan Day fan. I think he's fantastic. The game plan wasn't there. And when, I think that the game plan was kind of built around Trey Sermon exactly. being able to run the ball. Yep. But he didn't adjust. Exactly. The they, thing, and that's happened a couple of times. That's happened a couple of times. Of when he's... Um, it's He so, gets locked in and this is what yeah. we're going to do. You got Justin Fields and you know after a couple of drives, you knew you weren't stopping that Alabama yeah. team. Where was Chris Olave in that game? He was shut, they shut him down. Sertan, like guard, Sertan sure. is nice. Disgusting. Which is... Yeah. So... And also, Sean Wade might also be blind. <laughs> I don't know what that Sean guy Wade. made a huge mistake by coming. Back. I yes, said that did. to somebody. I don't remember who it was. Beginning of the year, I said, "If I'm Sean Wade, just take your money, bro." Yeah, you, he would have been a what top? He would have fifteen. He could ten. He, he could have predicted first round for sure. Even if he didn't leave last year, he just could have opted out of this. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he he should just. And pick. he was opted out. He came back. He, he unopted. He should have stayed. He, opted. he opted he sh- in. All he did he was lose out. money. Yeah. Yes. Well, what made me mad, and we talked about this last night. And today, I'm not a defensive coordinator. I watch the game, and I'm probably I have probably have maybe a little more knowledge than the average sports fan. Okay, just because I played, I'm not a genius. It was very easy as soon as they were inside the 30 or 40 yard line, like 25 to 35. The dude in motion is getting the ball. Why is the corner running across the whole field? Why are they not trading that off somehow? In high school, that's what we did. They get to half line. Hey, you 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 switch. You switch. Well, the reason is. They are doing that because Alabama and Steve Sarkeesian has watched the film on how Ohio State plays it that way, and they know that's how they play it. That That's fine. If if the first one or two possessions, you see that, it happens, okay, whatever. Yeah. The, the change is you go to the sidelines. The coach then is like, okay, this is what they're doing. This is how we're going to defend it now. And that we're did not happen. It. There it were no happen. That's what I'm there frustrated. No you can start off that way. Let's get We get cooked once or twice. It's like, okay, like – Let's maybe not do but it. But they Sean were Wade's like jogging across the lo- the whole yeah, field. Were, Dude, it was like he is slow. Six or seven times. <sighs> he's he either really not slow. Good. He's either slow or I'm not gonna say he's lazy. I don't know. It just. Oh. I, I think some oh. of it is is they didn't one. They, um, there are times when they just didn't realize their speed. Like Alabama has. Dude, that's speed, next speed level right speed. there, bro. <laughs> and I think some of it is. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna full sprint because if he gives me a shake up, yeah, or I mean, cuts, 
I got no shot. So I'm going to break down a little bit and try to – it's like, well, he's already in the end zone. Yeah, you got no shot. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So and I think I saw that a couple times. So I'm like – especially some, like, wide receiver screens. That happened a couple times too, so. Not taking anything away from Mac Jones. I've had this conversation off air with some people. Being a quarterback at Alabama, top – has to be one of the easiest jobs in college football. Because 90% of the time, you're either throwing, like, think about last night. He made, I can maybe remember, like, a handful of throws where I was like, that was a good throw. The rest of the time, it's slants, it's dropping it off, or it's wide open. The throw he made. I can count them on my hand, probably. Yeah, and just because they're such good athletes, they run a slant, or like a rub route. RPO. RPO. So that's that's what they built their offense on this year, is they run RPO. So you you either... Well, it's, a run, it's a RO. He's not. It's a running back. Run pass he's, option. Yeah, he's never going to run the ball because no, it's not. It's a, it's a different. See, yeah, that, it's that's not the Ohio State version. No, that's well, that's either. That's, yeah, that's like a RPRO. Yeah, run pass or run. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, either it's a uh, a handoff to Nadia Harris, who is the best running back in college football. Uh, in college football, or you throw a slant it's to the, the Heisman winner. Um, you know, and he's one, and, and he's only just reading the. And then we're gonna guy with a broken ankle out there, who's another top five NFL prospect. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know why I was playing, but no, I don't know why he was it was playing ridiculous. at all. It doesn't make any sense. He could barely move. Yeah, I and mean, yet he was still cooking Sean Wade. He did. He did cook. Sean I think Wade. I could cook Sean Wade. <laughs> I think so. To be completely honest. Give me a good comeback route, a couple hard steps, and he's biting. I'm all about the Sean Wade slander that is right now. He's just. He's just. Abysmal. Last night. <laughs> I, I'm not about the full-on slander because slander for being an outside corner. Yeah, because yeah. he's. I think he's playing out of position. I'm being honest. He's playing out of position. That's, for he's his not sake, I corner. hope so. Russell's NFL career. Is One not playing out of position, but two. And it's defense. a lot easier of a job when you have Jeff Okuda it's, it's and Damon Arnett guarding the two best receivers, and you just guard whoever's in the middle. It is changes a lot. Really good at guarding Illinois' third best or Rutgers' third best receiver, right? That's right. So, which I mean. But now, sorry, I was going to say something, but I didn't really have any point to that. Just, just the point of now, some offense is also the slot corner is also a big position though now too because they they have moved they can move players like Gary Wilson plays the slot because he's a very good player and it's harder to guard a person in that position because like what you normally do is your best corners are on the outside and usually where you have a lack in defenses in that slot because you either pull out a linebacker or you have to have bring down safety and usually that doesn't work so I will say that it is an important position and he played it very well last year you did but I don't know how good of an outside corner he is how far in the draft does he drop to mid second round I think he's second round I think he's mid? gonna be a second rounder I don't know I mean it, I think it, second, it gets to the point of who needs who it needs what? So, I don't think he's first though I got a question it's for fine. you guys College football, do you like the way it's going where teams are scoring 52 to 65 oh. points in games? I mean, like, do you like the just offense, offense, offense? I'll be at 52 points with 13. I mean, I don't want to see yeah. I don't want to see every single conference turn into the Big 12, but cuz that gets just watered down where it's like what am I watching? But it's going to continue to happen now because we're if I'm a recruit, I want to go to Bama, Clemson or Ohio State because yeah, and I'm not even just talking about like the top three, like the SEC championship game. Just Alabama track won like fifty-two to forty-six. Like personally, I don't enjoy that as much. I like defense. I like it, you know, more. I prefer the 
The Rams-Seahawks game was my, more my cup of tea. Oh, gosh, I hated that game. I, see, I loved it. Some big hits. The thing is, though, like... the pads pop. With the air raid becoming, like, the new thing, it just it's passing is better than running. And people are starting to just realize that. And it's harder to stop. So, I mean, I think points are just a natural product of that. I, I think I don't... I don't want to see ever, like... 50 plus. I don't think I want that every yeah, game. Either. I don't want to, no, no, not 50 plus points. I'm saying I don't want to see 50 plus passes. However, yeah. what I do, what I do and enjoy, and I don't care if it's if it's a high scoring game, if it's like this, if it's a balanced offense and it's running and passing and it's just that it's that good of an offense that you score that many points. I think that's the way college football is trending. That's the way Ohio State has built, and that's how Alabama was built, and I'd say even Clemson. So. I, I think that's really where it's going. So, But hear me out. If you can average 2.5 yards, they cannot stop you. 3.5, isn't it? 2.5, go play. by 4. Oh, if you do 4. You, you go, on, go 4, four <laughs> every time. On paper, it sounds easy. Just run the ball 2.5 yards every play. Let me pose this question. Give me 11 master keys, then. <laughs> <laughs> so Marcus is talking about, obviously, you have Alabama, you have Clemson, you have Ohio State. Those are the three. Yeah. Right, it's them and everybody else. Georgia fan, I will say though, this year their roster. It was either this year, or last year. I think no, it's this year. The Georgia roster by the two four seven. It's a recruiting. Georgia has a number one roster. Kirby right. Smart's like number one, like a phenomenal, recruiter. Rent, amazing rent. recruiter. Yeah, so. He's just not gotten there as a coach yet. Yeah, and they just didn't have the quarterback this year. Right, and then when they did, they were pretty good. I mean, yeah, they didn't well, play anybody good. They played Cincinnati, who some people thought were good, but I don't think they were. They're okay. Deserve the number four spot, but that's for a different time. And lost to Georgia? Yeah, that's fine. They still, Luke Fickle lost to Georgia, which does mean Cincinnati did. But. <laughs> well, related to this point, Marcus, do you think these three teams dominating college football and dominating the college football playoff are helping or hurting the cause of the expanded playoff? Um. I think it's hurting completely because you get a game every year that is just a complete blowout in the first round or the, in the case this year. Neither of the two semifinal games were any good for a neutral fan to watch. Um, which kind of leads me into my next point of an idea that... Um, do any of you know how like European soccer works with like you have the Champions uh, where you, League? Yeah, where you you have like get, you have like a tier system of leagues, and like sometimes you have to like make it into what's yeah. it called? What's the ter- what's the word? I don't know the word, but you can. <gasps> yeah, but I know the you, word. You like the about. bottom two and top two yeah. of the leagues you, relegated. You, yeah, you can get relegated yes. from like the top league. So, say you have the top league of I don't know how many teams you would do it with because you got what 127. It's a D- lot. FBS yeah. teams. Yeah. Um, but you could have it where schools like Michigan, at the end of the year, are playing for their slot to be in the Champions League or to be like two leagues or three and leagues down. To be relegated. And you, yeah, so you could you could have league movement every single year, where if you're in the top league, then you're playing for the national championship. But otherwise, you're playing for one the championship of your league, plus the ability to try to move up. To the next league. Here's the here's my only concern. So your your league ranking won't change within one year. And say a team is bad this year, they're not going to move up. And even if they're amazing next year, undefeated, they beat everyone yeah. on their schedule. They can't do anything yeah. about that, it. That's the thing that I think is that there is still some like for an, L, an LSU, for example, right? They mm-hmm. were amazing last year, mm-hmm. but then this year, 
trash. So like they would be, so like, or it's flipped, right? They're right. very, but you know, like I think that it still has the ability to do that because recruiting can take. There could be times where you can take such a, a, a have a good recruiting class and it could make that year or that next couple <clears throat> of years. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. Usually recruiting, if you get the a top five recruiting class, that doesn't mean you're going to be good that year. It usually will take a little bit, and if you're not very good, then those guys won't be able. You know what I mean? So it's like those guys play a good season. You get up to the Champions League, mm-hmm. but then the next season you're not good because some of those guys have left. You know what I mean? So there's. What do you like think that. of like a salary cap on recruiting? <laughs> well, I think like how just, many four and five stars you can amateur, have per year. We're not. We're not. Uh, I don't know, and I am not sure I would ever even think about that. I've like. Well, what like, do you mean a salary cap? Like you can only have like so many five stars. Yeah, oh, I don't like that. Oh, it would turn. It would. It wouldn't be college then. It would just turn into another league. They just pay them. They just pay, play, pay players at that point. I mean, they're going too soon anyway. Probably. So. I just think that so last night, the Alabama Ohio State game, both teams had over eighty percent of their roster being four or five stars, which is the highest for a game in the history of college football. Which is just going to continue to go up. So. Yeah. But then you're almost like penalizing the kids. Like let's say I'm a fl- let's say I'm a four star, but and I've dreamed of being a high state Buckeye my whole life, and they offer me, but they already have their allotted number of four stars, so I have to go to like Michigan. Like yeah, I have to go to like Michigan, or I have to go to Texas, and then I mean I guess you would see more. I don't even know if you'd see more kids play sooner, maybe because it'd be more spread out. I guess you no, would ju- I don't the, know how that would work. I don't the, this. I understand what you're trying to get at, but the situ or the what the people have at least put forward is just reducing the scholarship numbers to so like sixty. Yeah, I mean that should happen anyway. Eighty five. Yeah, eighty five on a team. So like, like sixty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sixty that's, or sixty some on a full team. Yeah. So like I would say that, you do that. That's the first step. Um, but yeah, no, the idea it's just like because the reason why these kids are all going to Ohio State or Alabama or Clemson or Georgia is that these schools now have the pipeline tag where it's no none of these kids i'm not gonna say none a very very small percentage of the kids that actually go to an ohio state or an alabama genuinely just care for that school and want to be there it's factory how quick can i get in there and get to the nfl yeah yeah which financially sure like i get it but at the same point and uh i heard uh herbie talk about this on part of my take the other day, that if you go to like a Tennessee and you're a star at Tennessee for college football, you can still become somewhat of a celebrity and be Alvin Kamara, yeah, and be endorsed big time just by being a big time college football player. Like at that school, like there are guys. Just think about it. Like there are guys from Ohio State that busted in the NFL completely that are stars just because they were great Ohio State players. Mm-hmm. Troy Smith. Troy Smith fizzled out. Archie Griffin won two Eisenhowers. Was a terrible NFL player, but is still a huge name and cele- big time celebrity just because he was fantastic at Ohio State. I think that you can have that happen across the country, and I don't know how that changes or if it ever will, but I think something's got to give. So I think a part of this discussion is expanding the playoffs. And I think when you when we talked about. You have games in the playoff where they're a bit lopsided. 
And I think a lot of people are calling for the expansion of the playoff, right? Yes. Because it gets in teams who maybe who like like a Cincinnati or a team that has a shot. But if you do that, that's going to have more susceptibility of games for them to be like blowouts and that type yeah. of stuff. So what here's exactly what I would playoff? counter that with: Does a six-team playoff with the first two getting a bye counter the blowout games? Because it's you know it's one, two, three: Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama everybody else if you take two of those teams out of the picture and just have two games between these kind of wild card teams does that eliminate the blowout games it's tough because it, it i don't know i just oh, there's a thing rough. of not having the same playing the same amount of game i don't know it's just yeah it's only one game different and i just think when it's that way you're leaning towards a professional format and i just what do you think about how, the idea of Splitting the Power 5 and Group of 5, having a Group of 5 playoff and a Power 5 playoff. That is something Winter I play think each they other. should look at. <laughs> I think they much. could easily look at that. But with like, the... Because it was clear and obvious after this year, a Group of 5 team is never, ever, 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 ever getting into the playoffs. Like, it's just not going to happen. I don't, I don't... Because there was no team that deserved that number 4 spot this year. Notre Dame lost by 30 no. points in their conference to championship that, game. Yeah, to that, I would agree with nobody did yeah. deserve that fourth yes. spot. Nobody deserved that fourth no. spot, which is the which is why when I said Cincinnati deserved it earlier, it's because nobody right. else Nobody did. It. You're right. Texas A&M no. played one big game. They lost by four touchdowns. Yeah, come on, man. Notre Dame played. Notre Dame's big win was against Clemson, who didn't have their two best players. And so when they went and played them when they actually had their guy, Smoked. they lost by 30 points. They didn't belong on the same field. I hate Notre Dame, but Notre Dame was also missing some guys when they beat them. I'm just Who? saying. Were Notre those guys Dame. Trevor Lawrence? No, I just said Notre Dame, so it couldn't be Trevor he Lawrence. He was making it. I'm, I know he's trying <laughs> trying to take what I said and make a sarcastic little jokey joke. But it was fair. Joke. They won at home in double overtime when the best player. To a five-star kid who will probably be a Heisman front-runner. No, that, that's you're right. It's it's They had, I think, three defensive starters out. Yeah. For sure, two, maybe three. So I'm not, I'm not saying they deserve to be in. I'm just saying it's not like they were playing like their 100% full-stacked roster against 10, 15 guys from Clemson no, out. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time, not taking that away from him. I get, I get the argument. I'm just saying. No, you're right about the – you're right about that. But I will say that – if you um, you say that you don't think there would ever be a group of five uh, team would be able to get in because of this year shows that it, if it didn't happen this year, there wouldn't be that. Well, I would push back on that because of the reason of if a group of five team won, usually in the – there was no non-conference or most teams didn't play a non-conference schedule. Most uh, – almost every year they do play a non-conference schedule, and most of the time – there are a group of five teams, actually a lot of times, that play very high-level teams on their schedule. So if a team like that – so does it, doesn't Cincinnati play Notre Dame next and year? And Notre Dame and Indiana back-to-back weeks. So there's two ways that if they if they win one – if they, I think, win one, one of those games. No, um, they have no, to be if they, if they lose. No, no, I'm saying – I'm not saying they get in. I'm saying if they win one of those games, it, like – it doesn't put them in the playoff, but it, it gives them it something them. to yeah exactly. It validates it gives them something to build off of, I guess, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I just I see that's why I think this season there was less even less so because Cincinnati didn't get to play any other than the bowl game, you know. So if Cincinnati blows out Tulsa in their 
championship game, like 30 pieces of them, three touchdowns, whatever, do they get in over no. Notre Dame? No. I still don't think so. No. So, do you think they should have, or do you think they would have? Um, I mean, it, I think it, that they should have regardless. So, here's – there's two guys on Twitter. Um, one of them is Dave Bartu, which is at CFB underscore Matrix. And his partner, Adam, for the last – they are – there's been, what, seven years of the playoff now? They are yes. seven for seven on getting all four teams correct. And <laughs> in the last however many years, they average being off in their top 25 by, like, .25 yeah. per slot. And they claim that the committee, the 12 people in the room, the opinions, none of it – there's – it's just a pure formula. It's basically the BCS just expanded. They just don't want to tell you that. The formula comes down to they use a different strength of schedule metric than like what ESPN or anybody publishes. They have their own strength of schedule metric. And so the f- qualifications that come into play are the first thing they um, measure is game control or margin of victory. So if you want to get in the playoffs, you just got to run the score up and beat everybody by like 40 or 50. Two is strength of schedule. And three is um, like quality wins slash top 25 wins. Yeah. So, the reason why Ohio State was not the one seed in 2019 is because they struggled against Wisconsin mm-hmm. in the Big Ten Championship. Championship game. If they handle Wisconsin in the game, going into that game, they were ranked number one, I believe. They were ranked number one. Yes. If they handle Wisconsin in that game, they stay at one. It wasn't necessarily because they didn't look right or whatever. It's because for the total season, their game control metric ended up falling below LSU's. Um, personally, just as a football fan, I don't think how many points you win by should really matter. I think if you win all your games, that should matter more. Well, uh, Jameis Winston, freshman year. That's why they were the three seed. Last year, the uh, no, last no, year, the BCS year. I'm talking last about. Last year, the BCS. They literally won every game by like three to five points, and they won the national title. That's right. By a field goal. <laughs> so, I mean, I agree with you that it... Maybe shouldn't matter as much as it does. I mean, if you win, you win. Yeah, it's. I think that that's. And I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing such the spike in offenses too. As all these teams know, it's like, all right, well, we just gotta. Yeah. Beat this team by fifty points, and it improves our resume for the full season. Um, it's fair. Which, I mean, when you have. A hundred and twenty some teams in the FBS, how do you dis- you you can't just. That's the thing, you can't just decide on wins and losses. You have to make more. You have to decide on more things. So that's why I think they, they do that. You know what I mean? I mean, it is wins and losses at the base. Yeah. Correct, but, but I'm saying once there's it, multiple it can't just teams, be that. Yeah, yeah right. Once there's just, well, yeah, there's, that yeah there's not like just direct tiebreakers because they don't all play the same teams. Yeah. Yes. But when we're looking at it from the standpoint of Florida lost three games this year and was still ranked ahead of Cincinnati. Yeah, in their final playoff yeah, rankings. That's, it's that's a joke. I also think one of the biggest problems with uh, a group of five team and their scheduling of a power five team is how far in advance they have to schedule that game. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not fair. True. That's the worst possible yeah. thing that they have to do. Like this year, it was proven that that doesn't have to be the case. BYU and Coastal just dropped everything yeah. and played each other. Why can't like a year or two before... 
um, a group of five teams says, okay, we want to play this team. Why can't you keep your non-conference schedule it's open? It's the Power to Five schools yeah. that schedule their games way out in advance, yeah. and right. it's all because of money. Right, yeah. and Georgia yeah. and Ohio State are scheduled to play in 2029. Yeah. Yeah. What if like, Ohio State sucks, or what if Georgia sucks, right. and the other team control it. doesn't have that win on their resume that's a good win? Well, that's, the hard that part, uh, and that's the hard part of using strength of schedule symmetric, which I get like that's a way to determine a good team is how many good teams did they beat. But you can only beat the teams on your schedule. Yep, that's like, right. It's not the current coach or the current players didn't pick who they play this year. No. They just flat out, you just, Cincinnati, until the bowl game, every game they went out, they beat the other team. It's all like a control. Whereas there are other teams that did not beat the teams that they played against. Doomed if you do, doomed if you don't, what I always say. Way to keep it clean, Drew. I did, I, yeah. I was like, that seemed like it was a different wording in my head. It's because it was, but I, fil- I filtered it. So, so. it's not what word, what word was it in your head, Drew? I, I can't say that. It's, it's for the fans. Yeah. It's only fans. For, for fans. For the only fans. Um, I did want to go circle back <laughs> into... Yeah, circle back around. Reach back around. Draft yep. talk? Little, little, oh, yes. Little draft. Little, yes. little draft. Uh, love draft free talk. draft talk. I love our um, draft debate that means absolutely nothing to yes, these GMs. Yes. So, we got... Jags at one, Jets at two, Dolphins at three with the uh, Houston's pick, which is hilarious. Very, yeah, nice for them. Um, a ten and six team at number three. Uh, Falcons at four, Bengals at five, and then Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys. Um, so Jags. We have a consensus consensus on who they're like, picking. You can't take anybody okay. else. Come okay. on, man. Yeah, I figured that was the Jets. The Jets is interesting. So this is so. interesting. Okay, so I think they they I think what they should do, I think it all depends on what they feel about Sam Darnold. I think that's that's what clarifies it, and that's what it, what did they feel about him is what they should do. If they think he is not their quarterback, he's done. We're done with him. Then you draft a quarterback. And I would say that it should be Justin Fields. But if you're like, we want to see, you know, maybe what he can get, because I think he still has one more year on his rookie deal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or they, I think they can, they can uh, do a team deal. Yeah, it's like an option. an option. Yeah, something like that. I think they, if someone, little grandfather type deal, right, what's it called? Not grandfather deal. I forget what it's called. It's where they, they're giving you a lot for it. I think it's a grandfather deal. Either way, and they move back in the draft, but they get some players because mm-hmm. they just need better players. Another, <laughs> like, another you know pick what I mean? is what they would want. Yeah, yeah. they would, they would get, get picks. picks. Yeah, you trade correct them. picks for better picks players, for picks. For more player, players. So, um, I think it just depends on what they what they should do. Like, I think what they, they should, think about Sam Darnold. I think they should trade the pick and get more picks. That's, I, I yeah. th- not only that's about what Sam Darnold. It depends on how impressed they are by. Fields or Wilson right. or Jones or one of those. If they're guys. not sold on somebody, they should just trade it. Right. It's yeah. You have to think that this guy's clearly better than Sam Darnold. Or also or, right, and it does come down to Darnold. It depends how they value uh Panay Sewell as well. Let me tell you, who's I think a monster. He's the best player in the draft. He's a monster. He uh, opted out, didn't play this year. Yeah, the guy from Oregon, right? Yes. He yeah. is an absolute player. Play, yeah. They were supposed to play Ohio State and that would have been a problem. Well, well, also, what is the point of blowing, let's say they blow that number two pick on like another quarterback. What is a rookie quarterback going to do with the Jets right now? Which is why I would trade the pick and yeah. then just pick another quarterback. Right. That falls. Because we have seen, as Marcus 
said when he first came on, Sam Darnold is capable with probably he had probably limited weapons that year too. I don't know the Jets oh, yeah. roster, it's and like, they were they above five hundred. So. Yeah, they're not good. They're the yeah. Jets. So either get the lineman or trade it, get more picks. It just might be a couple years still until the Jets don't just be an absolute dumpster fire. Depends but they're they yeah, head coach yeah. and they're used to being a dumpster yeah. fire. So what's what's a few more years? <laughs> we're playing for the future here. Yeah. Um, I think another one part that gets interesting is the Dolphins pick at three. Very interesting. Get rid of Tua. So what do they? You know, I don't do they like was do bad. I thought he was going to say it. He's oh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you thought he was good. No, I did. You thought he was going to be. I good. thought he was going to be good. You watch him play against the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Here, this is what I say. Hand up. Hand up. Can I talk? Okay. Draft. Don't trade him unless you want to get picks out of him. I don't know how everything works right now. I would draft again. Maybe this can't work. I'm not. I'm not a GM. Hear me out. Just speaking out loud. Draft the best quarterback available right there. Don't start him, and let let it be a true competition. And then if Tua shows that he's better than him, okay, cool. And if he's not, then you trade Tua, and now you don't have to start a rookie. He has a year experience. He's a year older, mature, knows the playbook. Maybe in that next upcoming draft, you get a weapon that you need, or wherever else. But I do not think Tua is this. Uh, Drew had his hand up first. Drew, we're gonna go. Drew Marcus Trace. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So another wrench that I got thrown in. This Stop past week, ah, be you last. took my point. Was Drew took my point? Yeah, this is what I was. We all had Deshaun Watson. Okay, uh, he true. wants out of Houston. Okay, well, don't blame him. And yeah, I don't either. <laughs> and he is saying that he likes the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, as a destination for him to go. He actually has a no trade clause in his yeah. contract, so he can technically decide if he's going to get traded that place or not. And. I think it's interesting now what they what uh, management and the Dolphins what they do. I think if the Texans say we want our technically it's their pick, we want our pick back, and we want honestly I don't know who else. Tua would probably be in the deal. Oh yeah, correct. The pick Tua, and then I sorry I thought I heard probably a couple more. And then either another pick or another good player. Would you? um, I think it doesn't matter who it is. It could it could be your. I don't care if it's your – they have two very good cornerbacks. It could be your Pro Bowl cornerback. You know what? I don't care. Mm, that's a little much because their defense struggles without him. Well, okay, which Who one are we talking about? Xavier Howard. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud. Uh, I would trade Byron Jones. Sorry. Yeah. The other one. Not, Xavier Howard has played much better than Byron Jones this year. Byron Jones or some, whatever picks, you do that. Like, I think they're a – after a ten and six season, I think they're right with the Bills on who's winning that division now. If they get Deshaun Watson, I think. I think they would be crazy not to do that. I don't. Think, I think it just. Depends. I don't think two is their savior. No. I think it depends what the Texans are, what they're for sure asking for. They're asking for, I mean, their pick back and two and three more first round picks. Are you doing that? That's a lot. That's a lot. Four first round picks and a, a you know, a quarterback who. Maybe still has some upside. So the the case for Tua is that he's coming off a devastating hip injury. You just hope that he wasn't quite right yet. No weapons. Just, on yeah, yeah. They, just needed a little bit more time. Needed some need some weapons to help him. And his it factor in college was Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, yeah. Waddle, and Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. The case and against Tua. Running oh, back. Yeah. No, yeah go ahead. Finish. The case against Tua. Is that he got benched multiple times for Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick and only played the Week 17 game because Fitzpatrick 
tested positive. And if you watch him throw the ball, it just looks much different than every other NFL quarterback. Yeah, it's and if the play's not there in the first like two seconds of that first read's not there, just dump. He just dumps it down. He has no look to scramble. Doesn't try to extend the play. Has no extremely weak. Has no off script plays. No, just it's robotic and just not good. No. Falcons. Yeah. Now fourth (laughs) pick, Falcons. This is Falcons are my. They're my second team because obviously my family is from Atlanta. My loyalty lies with the Buffalo Bills. Matt Ryan's getting close to wash. Yeah. <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> he's been playing a he, while. He's got flashes yeah. this year where he's like, oh, he's still pretty good, but, you know, it's like Big Ben. Yeah, he's washed. Yeah. I think they need to draft a quarterback. Yes. Yeah, so- sit him behind Matt for one year, probably bite the bullet on that year, and then put him in there. And I think it's – Probably going to be Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think if it, if draft goes perfectly for the Falcons, Justin Fields will fall to them. And that would be. It depends on what they see. Georgia boy. I just if Justin Fields is there at four, I think you have to pick him. I'm sorry, I'm. He's he's the second best quarterback. I'm just in I, your I, opinion. I, I'm, it, he is. correct in my opinion. In your opinion, but Who's I'm the second it? best quarterback in your so. opinion. It's very close between him and Wilson. I oh. think it. I'm not convinced on Wilson. Okay. Well, we'll see what the Falcons think. I'm yeah. just saying it depends what they think. Sure. I think the Falcons are going to take Mac Jones. Oh, boy. Marcus, I would literally never watch another Falcons game if they did that. <laughs> I think that's who they're going to take. That would be awful. He, it's kind, he looks he's, like Matt Ryan. He's, he's just so much Matt like Ryan. Matt Ryan. It's scary. He is, he is Matt Ryan. Like you said, the most immobile quarterback year. you've ever seen. It, just, it feels like not it feels like the Falcons. Hurts himself when he slides. Yep. Yeah, it just <laughs> regularly. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan is the worst sack taker in the NFL. Oh, it just, uh, it, wait, who was it? I thought it was Philip Rivers is bad. Yeah, I thought it, I would. They're both very sackable. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Matt Ryan is very. They're going to try to sell it as him being Joe Burrow 2.0. Please, I just it, oh, feels, no. it feels like a Falcons pick to take Mac Jones. You know what, I think... They're under new management now, so I'm hoping not. Hopefully not, but that's just what it feels like. This is a little bit of probably Dwayne Haskins slander, but honestly... <laughs> well, that's deserved. Uh, yeah, I think he's... I think Mac Jones is a glorified Dwayne Haskins. I think he Could is. I mean, and NFL talent, you're saying? Yeah, I think yeah, he's... Yeah. I think he's... You know, because... They, and their style of play, very similar. Yeah. Facilitator. Yep. Um, and Mac Jones had... I'm sorry, he had much better weapons than Dwayne Haskins. Not really Dwayne, mobile. Yes, exactly. Dwayne Haskins had good weapons when he the years at Ohio State, but Mac Jones' weapons were... Oh, yeah. Better. Very good. Yeah. So, um, I You've never seen a quarterback with more weapons. Yeah. No. So, that's why I think... Devontae Smith went out looking at halftime. Besides Tua. Besides Tua, you've never, seen, you've never seen a quarterback with more weapons besides yeah. last year when yeah. it was Tua. Yeah. Very true. So... I hope they make the right decision. Do the know. Eagles need to pick a quarterback at seven? No, nah, they're right. No, they're going back like to Wentz. No. They fired Peterson because they want to ride with Wentz. Their GM yeah. did publicly oh, state Wentz. he chose Wentz. Their oh, GM yeah, publicly stated that he likes Carson Wentz. Yeah, the GM they fired Doug Peterson solely because it was either and I think trade Wentz heinous. and keep Peterson, or keep Wentz and fire Peterson, and they chose Carson. one of the worst GMs ever, Howie Roseman. Ever. Sorry. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside was a first-round pick for them. They took Jalen Rager right before the Vikings took Justin, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yep. So it's tough. It is tough. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. First, we have the fifth pick. Sorry, I skipped picks. That's Cincinnati Bengals. 
Also, I think another interesting Dude, pick. Dude, they need to take a quarterback. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> what do – I think they have two very glaring needs, offensive line and yeah. receiver. If Suell falls, that's the perfect – that's the yeah. dream scenario. I don't Bengals. think he will, though. Well, the dream would be for them to trade the pick with the Jets, I'm sure. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. I think they're the best candidate to trade with the Jets because they want Sewell more than anyone else. I think so, too. They should, at least. I, I'm they not should. the GM, but they should. The most Bengals thing ever is – Winning a couple games with Brian Finley and Brandon Allen and being excited about it. Yeah. Knowing that you're losing. Losing draft capital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, the Bengals were absolutely <laughs> ecstatic about beating the Steelers on a Monday night game. Yeah. It was a Super Bowl. But, in, in the end <laughs> but it was also there. Yeah, it's also. Um, the Bengals are probably going to take Jamar Chase. Because Which is I think Swell's off the back. No, I think I it's a little, or maybe a little bit early, but it's not a bad pick. They just have more glaring needs. Yeah, just, it's just whether they value the next best offensive lineman available. Yeah, it it would either be the next best lineman, or I would like to see like a Micah Parsons. Yeah, um, linebacker from Penn State. Yeah, they could use they could use some help in the uh, middle of that defense a lot, but um, because I think. <sighs> I don't. I don't think they should pick a wide receiver just because. I think um, they had. They showed enough. Like their receiver showed enough. The, well, I forget what, what who became a number. T. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah. And there's and a Tyler Boyd. Boyd. And Tyler Boyd. I thought there's another guy too that. I may no, have John too. Ross demanded a trade. No, not he's horrible. Maybe it was, t- it was Tyler lost. Boyd. Then who I was thinking of? It was his number eighty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then it was him. Because um, he... He can play. He's yeah, good. He's, he's decent. Here's and thing. T. Higgins, they picked No much. matter who you got running routes, it doesn't matter if Burrow's got negative two seconds to throw yeah, the ball in the pocket. Yeah, so... Um, Eagles, that's already done. Lions, the fact that they're set, picking seventh. I the think fact that's that they the won that five games... Up. I think the Lions might trade up uh, to that two spot also. Are they picking a quarterback? quarterback? I think so. And let, let's I think let Stafford try it out. I think it's a trade Stafford. And uh, it's going to be a new coach, new GM. It's going to be a let's get the hard reboot and just let's roll with a new guy. Uh, shout out Matt Bierman. I know he's. I know he really wants Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's what I was like. I think Zach um, Wilson would fit. Probably because he thinks he'll fall there if they don't yeah, move up. yeah. Potentially, but I he think that that's who he wants in general anyways. Are, are you believing the Zach Wilson hype? The only quarterback I have any faith in being good from this Trevor draft Lawrence. is Trevor Lawrence. I think that I feel um, the same way, probably. <laughs> sorry, he's the like best prospect from all scouts and GMs like since Andrew Luck, who ended up being pretty good, too. Who retired early. Yeah, but oh, he was pretty good. Oh, Jack Gold. I saw some red flags from Fields this season, and I also there's a lot of data coming out now about um, quarterbacks who have limited college experience. So like more Dwayne Haskins slander, um, guys that only get to play like a year or two in college trend to do significantly worse Shocker. than guys who come back for a third or even fourth year. Um, which is why Mac Jones, I think, had to be terrified of as a GM. Like, yeah, he was I would avoid great this year, but he's played, like, 12 college games. Yeah. And just at a certain point, 
it's looking a lot like there's guys from smaller schools that went back for their senior year that are having more success in the NFL than the guys that come out early just because they want the financial security, which for the player, it's absolutely the right move. You go get paid, whatever. But the long-term success, it's looking like returning to college is the way to go. So then you, because I believe, what, has Trey Lance only started six games? Something crazy. Something like that. that. Yeah, because he didn't play this year because they were playing in the spring. Uh, No, he played a full season last year. Did he? 32 touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, is that the only season he's full season? He's I have no idea. I think so. I, I just know he didn't like play this Dakota year. State, right? Yeah, yeah he didn't play this year, and he, I believe, is only it's only his third year in college. I think Trey so. is the Josh Allen of this draft in very different, very different ways because Josh was a lot more turnover prone, less probably less accurate. But it's like kind of that wild card: who's going to yeah. pick him? What are they going to do with him? That kind of thing. Trey Lance has played in. 18 games. Kind of like Trubisky. Okay, so he had 6, then 12. Okay. Yeah. Look how that's going, Mitch. Well, <laughs> he's, he, plays, he played 16 in so That's what every every uh, Bears fan played, loves to say. He only played in two games as a freshman. He was a pro bowler. I don't pass. think any Bears fan. Okay. Is so so he's really played 16 now. games. No. Okay. In one did the Bears season. pick a quarterback? Jeez. What, what, what pick did the Bears have? Bears, they're not a good pick. They'd have to trade up. But or take one mid or they'll take like a Kelly. They're twenty. They have a twentieth pick. I mean, what um, are they? Who there's they, been, what are there's they been some Deshaun Kyle Watson Trask? rumors floating around Chicago uh, as yeah, well. Um, but yeah, it's Mitch is not the guy. And did I just hear you say Kellen Mond? Is that not his name? No, yeah, that is, is his name. But what what did you say it in? He what? said like later rounds like, for the Bears, like third round, fourth yeah. round. I man, I don't. He's think thinking about coming back for six. Oh, I don't either. He has the chance to come. back. That's true. He might come back. Which well, is he is crazy. the best quarterback in the SEC. But I have self-proclaimed. Yes, I have heard like third, fourth round projections. Which him. is, I just man, I don't think he's good. But yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely would get drafted. I think. But does Trask get? What what is Trask? What is he looking like getting drafted at? I think he's the fifth he's or fr- sixth uh, quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like fringe first round, second yeah. round type deal. I think he's gonna go in the second round. Yeah. There's been, I think that for him to go in the first, it would have to be like a Lamar Jackson type deal where someone wants him on the at the end of day one and they trade back into the first round for like a, the 31st or 32nd pick to take him. Yeah. Well, that is your draft coverage of Loft Thoughts uh, podcast. From our unqualified scouting team. Where's Najee going? I know we just finished up. Najee will go probably round two. Running back's just not, first not round. getting picked. He, he could be a late first round like Edwards Lair last year, maybe. But Terrible pick, by the way. I uh, also want to <laughs> You didn't like that pick? The, I want to get this okay. take out there. Devontae Smith absolutely torched Ohio State and all of college football this year. Phenomenal player. Not going to be a good pro. 22 years old. What Jamar Chase was 19 last year. Yeah. When he had that season. Oh, yeah, that's like the big thing with scouts now is age. Yeah, and, that, so and I saw I saw one route slash catch last night Slender that man. I watched, and I was like, oh, that's a pro catch. The one oh, on Sean yeah, It was the back, back shoulder. shoulder. That's yep. the only play that I saw that I was it's, like, that, was that plays on Sundays. No, 100%, yeah. Everything else? He's open. It's just I'm faster than everybody else. I'm going to run sideways. And Who be was that? John Ross just runs streaks, basically. Yeah. And he sucks. Yeah. Henry yeah, Ruggs. Uh, has, did ha- Ruggs have a good rookie year? No, but. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the book's not closed, but right, no. But yeah. no. Yeah. It's just a. Uh, 
his the routes that I saw him run last night and the style that he plays doesn't translate to the NFL. The, so, the rookies who are coming into the league that are good are big, yeah. strong, and fast. Yeah. I think Jalen Waddle's actually yeah. gonna be a pretty good pro. Yeah, I was like, the so way he moves is a lot better. I, I would like I would take Waddle over Smith. Fractured angle waddle. With a waddle. <laughs> with a waddle. Waddle with a waddle. I, I know, you you wouldn't you wouldn't be playing. Build wise though, not saying route running or anything like that, build wise, what Justin Jefferson and Devontae Smith are built similar, correct? Jefferson's a lot bigger. Jefferson does he have more meat on him? Yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. Like, and he's yeah. a few inches taller. And Jamar Chase. Taller? Jamar Chase, same way, strong. Yeah. Jamar Chase is definitely yeah. he's very cut up for um, receiver. Jefferson only played the slot in college because Jamar Chase was um on the outside. Yeah. Um, What's the height weight on Devontae Smith? Do I even want to know? I bet he's 165. No, he's, he's 175. Because yeah. they said on the highs, he's, one, he's 175. It's crazy that he's only 10 pounds less than me. I, I think he's like 6'2. I don't know for sure. Justin Jefferson is 6'1, 203. He's thick. Yeah, that's that's pretty thick. And fast. I don't know how to spell Number two rated receiver by Pro Football Focus this year. Devontae Smith. Offense. Let the man cook. Is six one. One seventy five or one. Uh, paying a quarterback thirty two million dollars to hand the ball off. Just six one one seventy four. Yeah. Six one seventy four. One seventy five. That's it. Yeah, so it's Waddle's five ten. Buck eighty three. He's a stout little dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah, he, he's, yeah. Uh, also, Kyle Pitts might be the most unguardable guy in the whole oh, draft. Oh gosh, dude. Oh yeah. He's going top ten. Yeah. Also, the quickest draft announcement I think that I remember. Yeah, from a guy. Yeah, it was less than twelve hours after the SEC championship game. Yeah, that he announced he was sitting. They didn't even know what bowl game they were going to. (laughs) He's like, doesn't matter. I will not play in the bowl. I'm going to the pros. (laughs) So good for you. All right, bye, buddy. Get your money. Which I know there's a zero point zero percent chance of him coming back, but as I was saying earlier, with the comeback to school, Fields could use another year in college. He could. He won't use it, but he could. He won't. He. I think for his just overall ability, he could use it. Does Rucker come back to Ohio State? Who knows? I would There's like. I would like to I see him see back. Gone, and that is Mr. Borland, number thirty-two. <laughs> he you are the defensive back, version of JT. Yeah. Well, this year didn't count for eligibility. So he could be a six-year as well. Yeah, but, but I think he's his... playing in the Senior Bowl, which ends his eligibility. Oh. Um, oh, I would just sit that out. JT Barrett, I was not a very big fan of yours. I thought that you were overrated trash. And Tough Borland is the defensive version of you. And can join you in uh, my slander. For Say what you want, but JT is one of the most all-time winningest quarterbacks in Ohio State history. It's great beating Rutgers. Yeah, you're right. He only beat Rutgers. That's the only team he ever beat. I'm not saying... Out of the recent quarterbacks, he's lost by far the most games. Stat check it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we can get that after like, the show. Since Troy Smith. Yeah, we'll do, we can do that off air. I mean, I guess I'm not wait, saying wait, he was wait, like. You, a so Heisman what do you say? You're saying his winning percentage, or what do you? What yeah, are you saying? I'm saying that like, just in general, like as a starting quarterback, he lost more games in his tenure than like any other quarterback that we've had. Well, he lost. never lost to Michigan, right? No, no. He lost to Penn State at Penn State, right? He yes. lost to Penn State. But when then he clutched back. up. He lost to VT. He lost to Clemson. He lost to um, Oklahoma. He lost to Iowa. Um, they lose to Purdue. No, that was uh, Haskins. Haskins. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think it's six. I think he has think six, six losses. How many years was he the starter? Two. 
Uh, he was uh, like three, at three and a half. Three and a, yeah. Got hurt at Michigan and 12 gauge. Three, yeah, and then they split that one year. I mean, if we're being honest, his win percentage or his number oh, of Michigan losses State at home. probably oh, yeah. equates to a Fields or Haskins over that time period. It's probably pretty similar. Well, Fields lost two games. Haskins, Haskins lost, lost one. In one season. But he Fields only also only season. played... Like a one and a half season. Eight games this yeah. year. Oh, yeah. like That's true. One and a half. One and three quarters. Not so. that I'm saying they would have lost another yeah. game, because I don't think they would have. Not this you year. Could, I could, st- I think I'm, I think Justin Fields, he, his talent and ability, he might be the best so far quarterback. Let's play at Ohio State, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I definitely think he's going to be the best pro that they've turned out. It wasn't Dwayne. Remains to be seen if he's a really good pro. Yeah, he could yes. be average. We never know. I was I was high on the on the Dwayne train, and it went off rails. That's why you don't. That's why you yeah, don't yeah, hang out with strippers, and you just you don't do the kids. If you're listening, don't hang out with strippers. They will get you in trouble, especially during a pandemic. Yes, but I heard that his girlfriend was the one who posted the picture of him with the strippers. That's just which wild. is one interesting that you bring your girlfriend to that area. I guess. Maybe they're in an open relationship. I'm not really sure. And two, if you're her, why would you, why would you do that? I don't know, and nor do <laughs> I, I care. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. But I think that pretty much sums it up here. We talked for a while. We did. It's been a minute. We had to get back into it. So Hour and a half. If you guys are still with us, we appreciate you uh, being with us this long. Nothing else to say. Coach Neff, thank you for being on. Thanks for having me back. I don't think you had any slanderous takes this time. You can document so. anything that I had. And Feel yeah. free to uh, <laughs> send us some feedback about our takes, too, if you want. We're, yeah. all, we're always open to some chatter. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter, or, at Loft Or uh, confront us face-to-face, if that's your preferred method. Medium. But stay six feet away, please. Yep, yes. with a mask on. Please. Slide up on Instagram, DM us on Twitter, reply to us publicly on Twitter, and slide yeah. us, whatever you want to do. Wear your mask, guys. We don't need any more patriots out there, all right? Wear your mask. <laughs> do your civil duty, all right? So, everybody, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time. This was Loft Thoughts.